What's up, everybody? Paflin here, and welcome to episode 1265 of Ask Pat 2.0. You're listening to another Where Are They Now episode. You'll love these episodes. I love to record them because we get to sit and chat with somebody who's been here on the show before, who's been coached, who's had some challenges, and I've helped them through that. We kind of ask questions, have answers, and figure out a plan of action. And then we bring them back. Like today, we're bringing back Joaquin Elizondo from HollywoodEditingMentor.com. He started this business during the pandemic and it's sort of taken off. But he is a really popular TV and film editor and still wants to keep that position. So managing time is really, really important. We talk a little bit about that today, but we also talk about some new developments. Since the last time he was here, we get you caught up right in the beginning and then we dive in because he's got a lot of great things going on and uh, even more plans in the future. So we're gonna see how this pans out here he is, Joaquin Elizondo from HollywoodEditingMentor.com. He's so cool. He's awesome. Joaquin, welcome back to Ask Pat now for, I think it's the third time you're on kind of keeping us up on your journey. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Pat. It's great to see you. And, and thanks again for having me. It's great to be back here. Yeah, it is the third time I'm on the show. Of course, man. And, and hopefully, you know, we'll have some more opportunity in the future to kind of keep track of you and how are you doing? And that's what I want to ask, like how have things been going. And for everybody, you know, who maybe didn't catch the previous episode, I know that you were kind of trying to balance the one on one mentorship type stuff with some other things. And it was just like, you know, you reached a new level, but new level do devils and there's like new problems. So can you remind people for maybe those who weren't there last time where you were at then, maybe what you remember from that conversation and then what happened since? Yeah, man, a lot has happened in this year. And well, let's take it back to the last time I was on the show. I was trying to just kind of figure out how to, I guess, price and and, and market my one-on-one mentorship in if that was the right route to go uh, because I am a working editor. I do work full-time as a, a film and TV editor. So my time is very limited. I can only dedicate so much time to this community. I mean, it gets to a point where I have to kind of stop and focus on my day job, let's call it. You know, I just don't have time for, say, one-on-one mentorship. So I had the idea of creating, obviously, digital courses, which it seems like that's the what would work best for me. At that time, I, I think I mentioned it, I was thinking about creating a digital course that would teach people how to, I called it break into scripted. So basically anyone that wanted to work in uh, Hollywood, say films and scripted TV shows, work at, in the post-production department, is to create a course that shows you how to achieve that, how to navigate the waters. It kind of teaches more of the soft skills of breaking into the industry. And so at that time, I, I had the idea and I went ahead with it. The thing is, though, because I was, again, busy with the... Actually, still I'm still cutting the show. And so I was quite busy, and I decided to do more of a kind of group coaching course. Like a cohort kind of style. Yes, with the idea that I just wanted to go for it. I didn't want to think too much about it. I just wanted... I feel like that's how it work. I just kind of... I Instead of kind of waiting around to do things, I just go for it, and I figure out later. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and so I decided to just go for it. And I had this uh, kind of group coaching course with knowing that eventually after I concluded that course, I would use that material to create then the digital course. And so it was a success. I mean, the course sold out. I had expected maybe like 10, maybe 10 people. 
It was 20 people signed up and I had to close it down. Nice. And what I realized was that, okay, this is something that people need, they, they want. Mm-hmm. And, and so it, I think it validated that idea, but also just in general, my community. And so at this point, actually, I'm, gonna, I'm about to do the next round of this course. Nice. But of course, I am now, and still as a group, live virtual group course, and I still want to do, obviously, this digital, the digital course where I just kind of step aside because of, of my day job, right? It's so demanding that I can't do these, you know, live one-on-one calls. So, so this year has, what has shown me though, is that it, it, for me, it was very important to validate, I guess, just this idea of Hollywood editing mentor. And, you know, I, even now when I go to networking events or, or I'm on the community, I get so many just beautiful and nice messages from people and saying how much this has helped them, whether it has been through my podcast or the articles that are right through this course. And the results are there. I have testimonials. It's not like it's, there's evidence now that this course has helped people achieve their goal of say, working in film and scripted TV. So it works. Yeah. Right. So now I'm trying to decide or trying to figure out what to do next in the sense that I have all these, you know, ideas and things that I've proven that work. And now it's like, how do I put this all into play and still kind of evolve this community and help grow it in, in the right direction and, and kind of sit down and be more focused about it besides just being kind of maybe scattered brain. And, and you know, I, again, I, I'm very busy, so it's hard for me to sit down and just focus on this stuff. But I know that it's there. And I know people, I, it provides results. It works. So now I'm trying to decide, you know, what to do next. That's so good, man. Just first of all, congratulations to you on putting yourself out there, validating that, you know, doing it in a group style too. You can get more input and, and affect more lives at the same time. I know that you have this busy Hollywood job and, and and it definitely, like last time, feels like you don't have any plans on leaving that. So the challenge is like, how do we fit all this other stuff in there? Because, you know, you could also just work, but you have this drive to help the community and and have already seen the impact of it, if not now have seen it even more because of, of what you just did. So there's like, tell me if I'm wrong, but is there like this push pull between like, oh, like I've, I've proven that I can help people. I need to do it more, but I also love this thing over here. And it's like 24 hours in the day only. Like, are you feeling that kind of tension? Absolutely. Because that, it's a, that's the thing. I, I love both of my jobs. Let's say, I mean, it's, it's um, you know, I love editing. I, it, I wouldn't want to do anything else. And I love helping out people through this community. And like I said, it's, uh, you know, it's that feeling when you get when someone reaches out to you in person or email or any message that says, hey, you know what? You helped me achieve my dreams. And so that to me is the motivation, obviously, to help people out. And, you know, I, I, this year it got really busy. Like I got married. Oh, congrats, I, uh, You know, I went on a honeymoon. Thank you. And, and, you know, I had this job and this community did this course. At one point I was feeling that I felt I was going to burn out. And I said to myself, I need to stop. I need to pick, I obviously need to pick one route and stick with it for now. And I'll figure it out later. Uh, and so, yes, it's just uh, a lot. I want to do everything because I, I literally, I enjoy it. I love it. So it's just finding the, how to kind of, you know, find the time, right, for each thing. Right. Yeah, I think that resonates with, I mean, it resonates with me. I'm sure it resonates with everybody else out there who feels the same thing. And, you know, I love what you said earlier about, you know, it was kind of scatterbrained, but you you have to, kind of just go in at first like that. You can't plan every single thing that's going to happen. And I'm, I'm just so grateful that you did that. You have to you have to scatter to figure out what matters. I'm going to coin that actually. And, <laughs> and now you can pick from the things that you do love and then you can decide how you want to move forward. And it sounds like now that you're going through like a second round one more time, maybe just to like 
refine the information a little bit, get a little bit more systematic with it. I mean, you can do it better and more efficiently the second time than the first time. So already that's happening. But eventually it sounds like you definitely want to get into an automated place, at least with the information part of it. And so when are you thinking that might happen or what what might be in your head stopping you from doing that, you think? Well, I, I'm going to do the course once again this coming January. And so I plan to then, you know, put out this digital course, I'm going to say probably in the, the spring, maybe the summer, because I am going to have a break right now from my job. I'm going to finish this, this, oh, this nice. current project. It will actually have time and and to sit down and, and focus on, on the community and this course. Oh, there you go. And so when then I move on to the next project, then hopefully by that time, then half of that digital course where I, you know, doesn't require me to be there, you know, one-on-one, even though I love it. And it's this group course. It's so fun. That's the thing. It's like a lot of people are, are, are you know, all these mentees, I mean, it's, they learn a lot, but, and we work hard and, and, but we have fun. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's just, it's, I really, really enjoy it. And so, uh, I don't know if I want to completely let go of that, but it's, it will be more when I guess when I'm, I'm between projects right. that I'll do the live session, but this digital course, you know, will kind of sit there, you know, when I'm, I'm busy. Right. It's sort of like a thread that sort of is always going to be there. And then when you want, and when you can, you can just do this additional part to it if you want to do it. And what's cool about having both a digital course and the sort of a uh, cohort based style is, you know, you can the, like in the way that you, you, you pitch it and the way that you sell it. I mean, it doesn't sound like you're going to have any problems with that, but it's like for people who don't have the time to go to, to these sessions with you and, you know, they're all so busy. It's like, Hey, you can do it on your own. I've created all the information. This system works here. are People who've done it, you have testimonials like, here it is, like this is, you know, ready. But then there's gonna be people who will want more hands-on who they know, and I know this about me, it's like, I can't just take a course on its own. I need some help, I need some accountability, I need some like other people to go on, uh, with me. And now you can actually serve more people this way. And there's also a crossover. Some people will buy the DIY and then just kind of sit on it. And then you can come back to them and say like, hey, have you, have you done it yet? Oh no, you know, I need a little bit more help cool, well, we're doing this live thing now for the next four weeks or whatever. You should come join and I'll just like subtract the price that you already paid. And that could be cool too. So it's nice because you'll have options now. And I love that you are utilizing the extra time you have right now. It almost kind of gets you in gear to get it all done before you go back. And is that a seasonal thing? Like, is that predictable every year? Like this time of year is typically when things slow down or is it really kind of more random? It's very random. For uh, example, this project that I'm on was supposed to end, I think like in September and then it pushed to October and now it's pushing to like January, right? Oh, so, interesting, okay. Yeah, so uh, I never know. Um, but that's the thing, it's like when, when I realized, say for example, when I was ending this project, kind of had an idea of when it was gonna end, I said, all right, I'm going to start promoting this next course and I'm just going to go for it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A- and move with it because it's, uh, you know, and I don't know how much free time I'll have, really. What if the next one comes around, like, you know, it, it, you know, mid-February or mm-hmm. you never know. I can't think about it too much. Right, right. Like, it's interesting. You can actually use that to your advantage because you are so open with your audience already about how it works behind the scenes and you can just be like, hey guys, like I'm on this project and you know, it's, it's got, it got extended. Like this is just how it works. But as soon as this ends, like I promise we're going to do another round of people in my course. And uh, so just stay tuned whenever it comes, you know, getting quick because y'all have been asking for it. And then people are going to like check every day to see if you're, you finished and, you know, we'll get that update. Maybe they subscribe to a newsletter or something from you. I don't know, but you could use that to your advantage, you know, um, because 
you know, I was hoping that it was seasonal so, so that you can kind of plan and say, okay, next winter you can build the next thing or, or whatever, but it doesn't sound like that, that that's the case. A digital course will take some time to, you know, build out and, and stuff. So are you reserving some, when the next, next project finishes, like that's when that's going to be created, do you think? Well, I think I'm going to use this time right now where I'm doing the group course, I guess for me, it's like, I, it's motivation to kind of maybe say, cause it'll be a weekend thing and maybe during the week, put it together mm-hmm. as I'm creating these modules, say for example, that, that Saturday's class, right? I'm trying to combine it so that I just kind of, it motivates me kind of the way I work and, and I feel like I'm in it, I'm in the zone and just use that time to do it. Because again, maybe that, that, um, you know, that next show, that next project comes around, you know, sooner than expected and true. Yeah. don't want to necessarily wait uh, so too much, you know? That's true. Actually, you said something really smart there, which is like this next group, you can actually, that maybe there's a way to actually, like, I, how are you delivering that content? Is it like, hey, come watch me teach you for two hours and then go do the thing? Or are you, could you pre-record a video like the lesson that comes out on, again, I'm just saying like, okay, on Saturday, like, hey, the new lesson's up, go watch it. And on Sunday, we chat about it. And then that way, like after this cohort is over, that video is already filmed. It's whole, it's complete, even for people who don't come in as a group later. Like, is that, like, it, I'm just kind of jamming with you right now, but. No, no, that's a, that's a very good idea. I, you know, because right now the way I do it is, well, this next uh, course, it'll be on Saturday. So we meet, you know, for like an hour and a half, meet, have a group session that, that I do over Zoom. Yeah. And I include like, say like breakout rooms for them to like practice, like their networking and if you know each other. Perfect. And then I give them exercises to do, you know, during the week and I make uh, myself available through a private Slack channel. Uh, but I like your idea though, of like, say creating this module, this course, say during the week and then have more of a discussion about it and then use that later, right? That material later down the line. I mean, that's certainly a way I did not, had not thought of that. Yeah. It's just, it's just a thought. I mean, we kind of have a system now inside of our all access pass. It's similar. It's like you go watch the thing in our accelerator, but then we come together and talk about it. And that way a person can watch it on Monday or Tuesday, or maybe they're busy and they catch it on Friday or something and like watch it before we meet together here. And then that thing is now available in the future for people to watch it at any time. They just don't have the same breakout rooms and stuff because it's it's DIY. So anyway, just just a thought for you to to help you maximize that time and have it available sooner, perhaps. This is random. Like, can I ask you what you're editing right now in your job? Like what projects you're working on? Or is that like secret? I'm just curious. Like, No, I can't talk about it because it is out there. But I'm, I'm editing this limited series for Netflix called Griselda. Griselda. And it stars, yeah, it stars Sofia Vergara. Uh, it's not out yet. Brand new. Dude, that's I so cool, man. Come out. <laughs> that's so cool. And the way you got into doing all this is through what you teach in these courses, which is not like how to slice a timeline. It's how to talk to people, how to get yourself in the right room, all that kind of stuff, right? Well, that's the thing. It's That was my discovery trying to break into scripted. It's something that I always wanted to do. And it took me like 15 years after having worked in, you know, things like, you know, talk shows, news and documentaries to finally realize what it took to work in film and scripted television. And what I realized was that it was the softer skills, say like networking, definitely, you know, communication, how you write, say, cold outreach messages, mm-hmm. uh, your resume, all these things, more so than the hard skills, like the technical side of things. Right. Uh, obviously, it's very important to know how to do your job. But it's this, you know, interaction with people and definitely networking and can't stress that enough, you know, how important that is. So it's based on my experience of 
figuring this out, making a lot of mistakes, and now creating this community, this resource for anyone that wants to do the same thing. And obviously, you know, I'm telling people, it's like, I just don't want you to do the, commit the same mistakes that I did. I'm going to save you a lot of time, frustration, stress, because I certainly went through it. And so now there's this, you know, not only this course, but the a podcast and a website, this whole resource for people who are, you know, trying to, to do what I do. That's so good. And it's, again, the results are there. It's, you know, the testimonials are there. So, you know, it works. And so, you know, I, I don't plan to let it go because uh, because of that, because I just realized how much this is needed. It fills a void. It's needed in this industry. Good for you, man. Where can people go who are listening to this who are like, wait, I, you mean I can get into Hollywood? Like, where should they go to learn from you, man? That's the thing. It, well, it's at HollywoodEditingMentor.com. And, you know, I'm all over the, you know, social media. I have a podcast. You know, I interview a lot of, you know, big name editors working on, you know, big movies and, and TV shows and, and who share their stories and how they say, you know, got to where the arc, got to the editing chair. Yeah, that's so cool. So it's not only about me. I want people to hear from people who are far more successful than I am and to hear from them how they did it. And yes, like you said, it's, that's the thing. I tell people it's possible. I never thought that I could do it, you know, and here I am. You know, I'm doing what I love. And so anyone can do it. That's so great, man. Thank, thank you for that. I think what I also love about your story is it's like, you're not just like getting to Hollywood. It's like the editor's go-to resource, right? It's like so specific that you are now being recognized. You are a community leader. You're an authority in the space. You just have like even more connections that I, I now know that by helping other people this way, like you are forever going to have project after project. You know, like you have your, like it's a menu for you now. You could choose kind of wherever you want to go at this point because you're so upfront and also just relatable to to your audience. So just well done on that. It's a perfect example of, of how it should be done. And the fact that you're not like how to also be an actor or also how to be a director or also how to do, it's like you pick the one lane and and you're just, you're just cruising in it, man. Good job. Thank you. No, I mean, it's, uh, it's been a journey for sure. And, and, you know, that's the thing, uh, you know, when I talk to people and even recently in a couple of events, they tell me, hey, man, you just I can just relate to your experience. And I just like I connect with you. And, uh, you know, it's it's great because, uh, you know, I'm just being I'm just being me. Like, I'm just telling people being completely open about how it is. I'm just very transparent. And, you know, people just like that. And, you know, it's been just amazing. It's, it's crazy how this thing has grown in the past two years when I started during the pandemic. It's quite crazy, actually. Honestly, you would, you know, you're out there in events, and you're like, "Hey, you're the Hollywood editing mentor." I, mean, I still find that kind of weird. That's so good. But, man. but you know, it it's cool though, and you know, I just I want to improve on it, and and, and just make it more of a valuable resource to people, and and you know, I just need to kind of sit down and really focus on this, and you know, dedicate some time to it. Yeah, awesome. And as you go along, I mean, my best advice for you is, you know, you're now a married man, family starting kind of thing. Like, you want to make sure that you work on your time management and, and energy management really now before like, you know, all that other stuff happens because like it definitely is going to add more levels of like, which way do I get like so many different opportunities. So like the idea of a DIY course is perfect. And I'm hoping that the next time we chat, like that will be up and running and we'll chat with you a little bit more about kind of the decisions you made and how life is going. If you, if you wouldn't mind coming back in the future. Oh, I would love to. I always love talking to you and We'll, we'll be back here anytime you, you want me to. <laughs> all right, man. Dude, I appreciate you. Proud of you. And and keep going. Like, we're all rooting for you. And then, uh, dude, well done. Thank you, Pat. As always, I mean, hey, you know, you motivated me to do this community. And so thank you for everything that you do. Honestly, I truly appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. Take care. All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview. 
with Joaquin Elizondo, and a really good catch-up, and just a, such a genuine guy. And he always, like, e even after we finish recording, he's always, like, very thankful and gives me a lot of credit for his journey. But, I mean, honestly, he's been doing a lot of things the way he should be and, and on his own. But I'm just a guide and a mentor, just like he is to his students and his course and what he's up to is is really amazing. So, you know, the fact that he's going to different places and getting recognized and getting known as the film and TV editor mentor for people is just so cool. And I love it because he's staying in that niche. He could branch out if he wanted to, but he just knows where he's most valuable and where he could provide the most service and just really proud of him for that. And I'm proud of you for listening all the way through. Thank you so much for this. Congrats again to Joaquin and all of your success and hopefully all of yours, that's you, the listener, all of your success from listening to all these episodes. I want you to take action like Joaquin does. I want you to either move on to the next episode or if you know what you need to do, don't delay. Just go and do that thing, all right? So I appreciate you so much for listening in and I look forward to serving you in the next episode of Ask Pat 2.0. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Ask Pat at askpat.com. I'm your host, Pat Flynn. Our senior producer is David Grabowski. Our series producer is Paul Gregoris. And our executive producer is Matt Garland. Sound editing by Duncan Brown. Ask Pat is a production of SPI Media. We'll catch you in the next session. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.